1: To Knicks Nation, another episode of Knicks Fan TV live uh, with breaking news: Julius Randle has entered the NBA's health and safety protocol. <laughs> can't can't make it up, JD man. A- after a night like last night, going at it, Hatfield and McCoy's over Tibbs, over Julius. Another uh, uh, another chapter being written in, in the saga of the Knicks 2021 22 season. Um, I mean, not surprising, bro, that this thing has ravaged the team. It's it's made its rounds. All the young players had it. You have Noel being the most recent player, and now you have Julius. You know, not surprising at all. A lot of people want to speculate around the timing of this. I, I don't I don't believe that. I mean, if he has it, he has it. You know, you wish him well and and hope for a speedy recovery. But um again just just the, the timing is just uh is just very coincidental man. What are you, what are you thinking right now?
2: Well, the first thing is, you know, um obviously with, with the human side to it, there's a real life side to this. Yeah. And so you definitely want to wish him well. Um this is uh, you know, a father, someone that's going to a home, um to a family, so when you know you're around these things is also the safety of others so you hope mm-hmm. that he's okay mm-hmm. um you hope that he gets back healthy and 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 you know comes back uh hopefully strong as a stronger player um from from this uh, as far as how it affects the team and the timing of it it is it is interesting um with everything that's been going on recently you heard the comments by tibbs yesterday saying that he was mm-hmm. nicked up um What's interesting even about that comment is I believe these players are tested every day, so more rapid testing. Yeah, yeah. Is the is the nicked up thing? You know, in regards to something else, an ailment, another injury that he may be undisclosed injury that that he may be facing. Um, So so that's interesting, Uh, as well as but but like you said. You go around the league, man. I mean, <laughs> a lot of these superstar players, Bradley Beal, Car, Anthony Towns, like a lot of these players mm-hmm. for teams that were playing well, boom, you know, player goes into health and safety protocols. Um, so it's one of those things where it feels like eventually everyone is is, is going to be a part of that uh, process in the NBA just because of how it's going around. And, and because the league also wants to continue to play games, which is going to continue to put players at risk. So um, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't I'm not buying some of the <laughs> the, the wild theories yeah. on Nick's Twitter. It's, today. Crazy. it's ridiculous. Um, but as we move forward, CP, um, there's another layer to this, and that is the pot- possible potential opportunity now that this will give the team. Um, I think it's okay to feel excited about that because I'm excited about that. And to be honest, the only reason why I'm excited about that is because the head coach that we have, right? The, the, the head coach that we have uh, has managed the team and the, the substitution patterns and the minutes distribution um, in a way that that many haven't been really um, in agreement with. So now – um, it kind of forces Tom Thibodeau to make some adjustments. And as we ke- have kept preaching this season to play the kids.
1: Play the kids, man. Play the kids. And, and as you said, obviously, uh, you wish this on no one, but it's another opportunity, another forcing of Tips's hand, if you will, for us to get a, at least uh, a little bit of an extended view of uh, our younger players. You got to figure ob Toppin slides into the starting lineup now. So now you're going with the starting lineup. Are you lineup, sure about uh, that with Tim? Or is, or is it Taj? <laughs> no are we, are we going with Taj at the it four? It wouldn't surprise me. You know, we go with Taj at the four. Hey, you never know, man. But I got to think that, uh you know, we, we go Kemba. How long is Fournier out with the ankle injury? Is it Kemba, RJ, Grimes, Ob, and Mitch? And look, I mean, if, if that is the case, you I, I think the the potential is, is very intriguing. You know, uh, you got to fe- you got to figure that the pace quickens. You now have Grimes, OB, RJ, Mitch, guys that can get out on the boards. And, and you know, if, if it's if it's Grimes, if it's RJ, if it's OB, you know, pushing the pace up a little bit, getting it out on the break. That should be interesting. We'll see what happens defensively. Can they force a little bit more turnovers, get more active hands out there, and get going in transition? You know, especially all the RJ and OB pairing. I like that. So I think the, the lineup is going to be interesting, man. You know, will Kevin Knox slide up into the rotation now? It's just it's, it's, Does Knox get free as a result of this? Looking at the schedule... We have so now. So now, remember the the COVID protocol. Now, he either has to have two negative tests back to back before he can come back, or be isolated for six days rather than ten. They just changed it from ten days down to six just a few days ago. So if we're counting, if we're starting from today, right? Today being Thursday, you have Friday in Oklahoma City. Sunday at Toronto, Tuesday at uh versus Indiana versus the Pacers, and then Thursday versus Boston, Thursday, Saturday back to back against Boston. So you figure he misses those games, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So you figure, and it's, then and then the ramp up the ramp up game that, that it, everyone's kind of going by right now. the conditioning. So you figure he comes back maybe the 8th Saturday the 8th at Boston so I don't that know San Antonio or maybe San Antonio so that gives you about 4 to 5 games with this new look lineup
2: it 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 you know, you know it's um it's it's going to be interesting now because I, it, it, it's strange cuz I, I kind of feel like in a weird way that there may be a little bit of pressure on obi now uh, sure. because th- there's been so much of of build up to want to see him play um want to see him play a, a lot that he's kind of now forced into that role mm-hmm. and i don't know that it's in the way that many of us obviously not in a way that many of us expected. And I don't know if it's in the way that would be the most productive for him because I think he now understands, like, boom, woke up today. Spotlight's yours. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, spotlights yours now, right? Spotlight and within yours, that, bro. that potential four or five game stretch, you're talking about three national TV games as well. You know, so um so I, I he just has to be measured, he has to relax and, and just go with the flow and continue to be the active and energy player. I think it'll play itself out because he's, he's with a good group. He's with a good, nice young group with energy. We've got a lot of players back mm-hmm. with, with McBride coming back. So I think this will be a nice learning experience for him. The interesting thing with, uh, that I'm looking forward to is how does Tibbs adjust, what type of offense are we going to run? Right, right. Is it going to be, you know, through the forwards? Fournier comes back with RJ, mm-hmm. Alec Burks. Does Alec Burks now take that lead role late game situations, mm-hmm. or is it going to be through the guards? Um, and and how do we look? So that's what I'm looking for. How are we going to play? And um, and then and then yeah, and, and then seeing what type of stretch we have as a team. Because I mean the the, the Randall news is is unfortunate, um, but as we move forward, you know this team is still trying to compete and win games. So that's yeah. that's always going to be the goal.
1: Yeah, no question. I, I think, you know, obviously you'll see uh, Kemba running more offense out there if he can, but also RJ, which I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm always looking forward to seeing RJ from a playmaking standpoint. We saw a lot more of that last night. You know, we saw him getting involved early last night. Now he's got OB, he's got Mitch out there running pick and picking roles. You can run a little OB and uh, and Kemba pick and pop, pick and rolls that you were running. You know, they, run, they were running a lot more of those, you know, double screen pop outs for Julius, does OB get a little bit of that? You know, do we test him out a little bit from beyond the arc, from the mid-range? You know, he's been struggling a little bit with his shot, but those could be potential opportunities as well. So uh going to be very interesting. And, and we saw last night, you know, you, you mentioned that three-guard rotation last night of uh, IQ McBride and Burks. Could potentially see more of that. If Fournier uh, continues to miss a little bit more time with the ankle, you know, those three coming off the bench and you're probably going to see, you know, Taj with that group if he's going nine, maybe Cav if he's going 10. Or maybe by that time, Sims is back. You know, Sims and Noel could be on the way back as well.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it, it it's, and and they may go to that rotation regardless of of if Fournier is back or not, just because of how good they looked. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, at this point, without Randall, uh, I think Tom Thibodeau is going to be a lot of uh, you know, eyes on him because now we get to see, kind of uh. You know, an opportunity to see how he coaches, how he manages. What type? What What is his substitution pattern is going to look like? He doesn't have the alpha. He doesn't have his his top player yeah. um, for thirty five to thirty eight minutes. So, how does Tom Thibodeau now look as a head coach of a, a different? You know look of a team because i think they'll look differently offensively just because of the personnel um and the obvious differences between him and obi as players i think you're going to look a different uh you're going to look at a different team how does tom thibodeau mix in with that and as we mentioned whether it's knox whether it's you know taj sims is coming back what does tom thibodeau feel is going to be the best rotation for this team in this important stretch. Mm-hmm. We we can't we can't forget that Knicks are in the middle of a playoff push here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they might be the 6 seed by the end of this week, you know, or they might not. So um this is still, you know, an interesting and, and very important week and it's it, it the funny thing about it is they're on a winning streak but kind of doesn't feel like it
1: <laughs> yeah that doesn't feel like especially after last night man i woke up this morning my my, my twitter mentions is blowing up i got robert randolph coming at me crazy bro me me and my guy from friday night nicks catching friday some static night. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. me and me and my guy from friday night nicks <laughs> we always catch a little bit of static in there man when our, when our paths cross you know what i'm saying so i had to give him a little a little of that action uh this morning didn't even eat my cereal yet man my man was was going at me sideways bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying
2: Last show was definitely, uh, definitely epic, and yeah. uh, you know, oh hey, all eyes are on the Knicks, all eyes are on Knicks Fan TV, and that can't be a bad thing. So,
1: I, I, I mean, look, you know, he, he's he's talking about all oh, the fans are complaining. The Fans, I was complaining. My whole standpoint is everything we said last night about effort and accountability was echoed on the MSG telecast and post game show. In their MSG buttoned up way. You understand what I'm saying? We said the same exact <laughs> thing. But all of a sudden, we're to blame because we're overly critical. Meanwhile, they said the same exact thing last night. How about how about
2: Mike Breen? Yeah. The legend. Mike Breen. Forget, forget the post game, which is after the game. Mike Breen in games is throwing his little, as you right. said, Button up subliminal his, his criticism green is, yeah, of the way right. you know Randall or the Knicks were playing, and and this is going back dating back to a few games now in this stretch yeah. in this winning streak. So um, I think I think sometimes, and for the most part, um, when teams are winning, you know, you know the, the nice saying a win is a win. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am always on board with that for the most part, but the difference between this this portion of the way the Knicks are playing is. It's on both sides. It's the team, us, the way we're playing, in combination with the level of competition that we're playing. Right. Like you're talking about, people are making jokes, but it's 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 right. We're we're, we're playing literally G League teams, yeah, um, for the most part. And for you to play that way, it's it's just not is it's not encouraging. Also, I mean, let's face it: when your best player is not playing that way, you, you the Knicks' expectations this year is different because of last year. Right. So you're always looking ahead at okay, can the way they're playing today is this a sustainable way of exactly. winning? Exactly. And it's not.
1: Exactly. That's, that's why the, you that's can't a say a win is a win, bro. I mean, yes in in certain respects you can, but as you say, as you look forward, you're always looking to see okay, is this play, is this win indicative of what this team can do down the road? And what you saw last night, this team, they may, it looks like a team that may not make it, or if they make it, they get washed. Bro, if the Pistons, forget saying, well, you, you,
2: you know, because a lot of the, the obvious examples would, would be, well, if last night they played, you know, the, the Hawks, or if they played the Nets, or if they played... The, the Bucks they would have lost. Forget that. If last night they would have played the rosters, uh, the Pistons full roster, yeah. they probably would have lost. Might, the they might they not have made it. And the other team, right. the Pistons themselves, if they would have had Cade and Jeremy Grant and, and, and all the other players, uh, you know, Corey Joseph, they probably could have lost last night with, against the Pistons the way they played. So um, I think people have to take everything into account. When, yeah. when you know we're we're out here evaluating the performance of, of the team on a nightly basis,
1: no doubt about it, man. So we'll we'll see what happens as this thing goes forward. As we said, Knicks um, continue on the road tomorrow night in OKC. Then we have uh, at Toronto Sunday, big game. You know, we want to revenge there. That's that's a big one. That's going to be a tough one uh, without Julius, obviously. So we'll have we'll have to see how how that new look lineup um contends with that Raptors team then versus the Pacers always a tough matchup versus Boston always a tough matchup then at Boston so does he come back at Boston does he come back home against the Spurs time time will tell man and 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 I and I
2: also what's the conversation going to be like in a week from now depending on how this team plays you know this team goes out there now and they look good the tempo goes up the energy goes up um you know what does that do to the conversation of the future of this franchise um and and you know how julius fares into that now what i'm hoping um just because you know i i'm at the end of the day i'm a knicks fan i support everybody that's on the team mm-hmm. right like i support i want every player on this team to do well so what i'm hoping from julius and um, on the basketball side, on the real life side, obviously mm-hmm. that he gets healthy, he's he's mm-hmm. fine. On the basketball side, I'm hope I hope that the Knicks actually do play well, so that maybe he can take this time to decompress, you know, see how the Knicks play from afar, and maybe when he comes back, he comes yeah. back better as a mentally as a player, um, and he can fit in. Um, and and maybe this is an opportunity here that we need to kind of shift a little bit of the way that we're playing offensively. Um, and, and, and maybe that encourages Tibbs to do so, because I think with Tibbs, it's hard for him to pivot from one night to the next. I think he needs to see the sample size, right? Yeah, like Grimes, yeah, yeah. he saw the sample size. He was forced to put him in McBride. He saw a little bit of the sample size. McBride comes back last night. He plays. Mm-hmm. So I think Tibbs needs to see it. For him to actually buy in, so I'm hope so. This is now the opportunity for the Knicks to either. You know, have a guard-centric offense or running more to the wings, and maybe when Julius comes back, it's easier to sell it to Julius. Hey, just come in and fit right in now. Let's try to move the ball a little bit better, and let's see if we can win some more games.
1: Yeah, it's definitely going to be on the, up to the supporting cast, and it's up to that supporting cast to make Obi look better. You know, don't don't expect Obi just just to run in and and assume the same role that Julius had, or or you know, increase his usage like that. Obi's going to come in and and fill right in as as a role player right now. You just just Got to hope that they put him in position to succeed, and that's quickening the pace, getting out and running in transition, and running some pick and roll, run some pick and pops with him, let him get into a rhythm and see how his shot is looking early. And uh, yeah, I, I think you know, can between Kemba, between RJ, uh, obviously Fournier, IQ Burks, they're going to be responsible for generating a lot of offense on this team so got to make sure that ball is moving man so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys cpjd just uh breaking the news julius Randle has entered into the covid protocols i want to shout out the two super chats that have come in. shout out iconic tv he says only explanation for tips not holding julius accountable is that he knows his player i believe that he knows that julius is a mental mission and once he loses him he'll never recover taj plays 50 minutes (laughs) <laughs> shout out iconic tv and shout out reading boys fight out super chat he says oh man we got to start OB now i'm so angry lol shout out aaron vasquez aaron not cool what's good man uh he says "Jew bledsoe and top top brady Jew bledsoe top brady shout out shout out aaron man uh jd any any last thoughts before we wrap up
2: uh well um i think you know looking forward is 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 rj's time to step up um, I think he's first. I know that a lot of the attention initially is going to be Obi because he's the easy boom insert him right into the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it, it's RJ's time to just, you know, hopefully get some playmaking opportunities and, and, and see, you know, he did have 15.7 rebounds last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so hoping he can build on that. I know the plus minus wasn't positive, but I think it was also part of the, the starting the unit overall
1: unit. Yeah, um, I thought he was active last night. I thought, I thought he, I, he had some, some positives last night.
2: I huh. think during the stretch, you may see, because Randall's not there, you may see the value of missing Derrick Rose, especially with Obi starting. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if Kemba's going to be with him, you may see some of that Derrick Rose missing him here. Um, and let's let's temper our expectations a little bit of Obi, expecting him to come in now and, and drop, right. you know, 20 and eight or something because he's probably going to get 30 minutes. Um, I'm just looking for him to continue to grow and and build confidence and let's hope we finish the week strong you know we have two more games on the road and and, it, and hopefully they step up and play better i think you will see your energy shift and, and i think it'll be glaring to see that so you know it
1: starts tomorrow tomorrow indeed man and bro if i if i don't uh if you don't come on tomorrow man have a happy new year uh all the best in 2022 so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for your boys just a quick, quick show, quick live right now, man. Once again, Julius Randle has entered the COVID protocols. I definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, go back and check out last night's show, man. Last night's show was highly contentious, but we, but we had a good show. Definitely had some good callers in there and, you know, fans venting their frustration. And catch up on some more Knicks fan TV content, man. We have a ton of content, ton of interviews, a fantastic voyage documentary, state of the Knicks, CP's appearance on WFAN. So we got a lot of content you guys can catch up on and take you into the new year. And we will see you guys tomorrow night, Knicks versus uh, Thunder, New Year's Eve matchup. Let's see if we can get on a four-game winning streak. Eight hundred plus people here at lunchtime uh, hour, JD. Shout out Papa Left, Fight Out Super Chat. He says, that little KFTV slander is trash. Polarizing takes with a literal, literal segment called Battle of the Fans. Yeah. Battle of the Fans, man. Battle it out. We are, we are fans. We are allowed to express our emotions and our opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's nothing. And remember, toxic there's a reason.
2: There's a reason why Knicks Fan TV is the number one show for the fans, yeah. by the fans. So.
1: That's a fact. That is a fact. Hit that like button on the way out. JD, how howchu, my guy? Great show as usual, man. We out of here. Peace.